This is Almost All A's podcast, a podcast sharing multiple points of views on the experience that Asian Americans go through as mixed cultured individuals. You don't have to be Asian or American to be joining us on this podcast. If you'd like to connect with us on our Instagram at almostalla.pod, we'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, and stories. Hope you enjoy the episode. Should I say welcome? Just say whatever you want. It's your intro. Hey, thanks for joining us today on this episode of Almost All A's. Today, we are going to talk about a little bit about education and what education has to do with kind of financial well-being and wealth and wealth transfers. So, um, yeah, what I wanted to talk about today is uh, why do Asian Americans value education so much? So I think growing up, I was always I was always told to go to college, um, but it was kind of expected. It wasn't like. I don't, I'm sure I would have had the option, but I think that it was kind of ex- an expectation. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you got to go to college or else like. Like there's no other option. Yes. Yes. So I think one, one thing I wanted to bring up is like, why do we as Asian Americans value a college education so much? I think this topic comes more from like not, I don't think our, the Asian American side influences it as much as like the fact that. Like, I think us three, like, our parents have immigrated over here, right? So, that just means the education opportunities may have been different. Like, for example, in my family, my parents had the opportunity to, like, go to college here. But, like, it was something that was, like, a new experience for them. And they realized the value of it. The moment you get here, like, not every immigrant has the opportunity to opportunity to have an education here. So, I think my parents realized that and then really pushed for me and my sister um to chase after college education was because like they realized the value of it as an immigrant and they wanted their kids to like also have that level of knowledge to be able to like get the job that you need to support a family in the future yeah what about you yeah and i think i agree with you pretty spot on i feel like for my family going to america they came for a college education so it's the idea that if you have the opportunity to you might as well take it there's no reason not to I think that a college education opens up so many doors for you in terms of opportunity. For my parents, if they didn't go to college, but they came to America, they probably would not have been able to stay because they probably would not have been able to find a job in the competitive job market of before. And especially today, especially today, I feel like if you were to submit your resume and you did not have a college degree on there, the chances of you getting considered are much lower than if you did have a college education and if and then there's an extra layer of like prestige of the school mm. like i feel like in our society when you're in high school everyone's talking about college everyone's talking about how you should be setting yourself up for success to go to to get higher to get higher education but i think what asian americans or asian people in general prioritize or emphasize is that you should be at the best school that you can get into. And that's why there is such an emphasis on going to, in California, it's like going to a UC versus a CSU or going, or even higher, going to an Ivy League college. Yeah. So what what about those that, I think for those Asian Americans that have decided like to not take the traditional route, I think like, what, it's like things that I'm curious about or what I want to hear your thoughts are like, What's what's the other alternative? Like, if you don't go to college, like, what else can you do? Or what what's like an alternative route? 
I guess like to me the main thing is I think traditionally back in the day when you you decided not to go to college, a lot of people did that because they want to help the family out. Mm-hmm. So like traditionally I think people will go and work in the workforce or help like the family business or start things of their own to kind of like chip in to alleviate the stress on the parents. But I think as we've shifted and now that we're in America, I think it's more like, oh, relax, like go to college, not relax, but like go to college so that you can output more in the future than leaving now and going to the workforce. Because I think like the immediate cost sometimes is not like you can make what you make now after you leave high school, but without college, you can't take the next like economic like jump mm-hmm. to like further your lifestyle and like i don't know i guess like yeah uh jump a gap in like the economic class it's like the idea that like the opportunity cost for going to school even though it's expensive the reward is a lot higher than if you did not theoretically theoretically but then of course there are people who don't go to school but they do end up being right in a good place in the future regardless so like the other opportunities i feel are other options to not going to college would be like finding like going well i think one option is like going to a two-year community college that's that's sometimes like not the traditional route that most people like seek or seek after um i think another option is just to take a gap year Mm. to find time to figure out what you do you actually want to do because a lot of people go to school not knowing what they want to major in and they choose something completely in line with their parents path or something that's out of line for what they even want to do and then when they graduate they don't even do it anymore and then that becomes that makes it not worth it then to go to college the opportunity cost goes down because you're spending more but you're not actually using your degree so Mm. sometimes like taking that a tradition untraditional route to find out what you actually want to do with your life is helpful yeah so i just i just want to bring up some interesting points i think so from a report in uh, this is kind of dated but from 2013 uh, roughly about 49% of all Asian Americans actually have a bachelor's degree. And compared to the general population of the United States, there's only 25 or 28% of the general U.S. population has a bachelor's degree. So, wow. like, we're fortunate enough, us three mm-hmm. at this table, we have a bachelor's degree. So we're part of that 49% yeah. of, Asian, of just Asian Americans. So that's, like, that's a huge percentage. I think it just shows that as a community, and this is, again, this is, like, a broad generalization, I think, we see there's more upside to having an, a higher ed. I think higher ed allows us to be in a place where we are like economically. And like it, it just, I think it just shows a lot of our values. Like we, we want to work hard because we know in the long run that there's like future gains. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think everybody's route is different. Like whether or not you do decide to go and pursue higher ed or you don't, I think there are many ways to, jump the economic gap regardless so like people that i know like there's there some companies that don't will not require like degrees anymore mm-hmm. um but i think that's like very specific a lot like when you look at positions uh like c-suite position positions they'll all have like they're probably from like ivy leagues or like top phds like and that's because they have like the backing of that ex- like higher ed um, another thing I wanted to bring up to us is uh, kind of what does education have to do with wealth? So I think we look at a lot of um, Asian American families. There's 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 a lot of wealth, I think, or not a lot. But again, this is like a general statement. I think a lot of Asians like to save. So I think one of the questions I want to talk about and bring up is 
for those that do you feel like going to college prepares you to save better and allows you to kind of accumulate that kind of financial stability and prepare you for i don't know whatever you're saving for i'm just curious to hear your thoughts on that you said do you think college helps you uh after obtaining a degree sorry oh yeah Mm. can you rephrase that question so i think yeah so the question i want to ask is um after and like i think since there's a majority of asian americans that have college degrees and they've pursued it and they've achieved it um for them the next step is like how do we use that degree and how does that factor into uh, our financial stability in the future so i think the question i want to ask is do you think having a bachelor's degree like helps further that kind of financial stability and knowledge and or do some people just it doesn't it doesn't really affect it i think that's the question i'm asking like do you feel like there's a strong correlation i don't know i mean i feel like i haven't really thought about that too much because i feel like the idea of saving money when you make it really comes from like the way our parents raised us like i feel like i've heard that all my life before i even like went to college you know before mm-hmm. i even got the bachelor's degree i feel like all my life like they're like oh you have to you're gonna you have to save the money you make you know so i feel like like maybe education does correlate with wealth but that's because that's how my parents were educated you know this idea that uh this idea to save money doesn't really come from me making my own money it doesn't come from me getting my bachelor's degree i think it came pretty much from my parents or maybe like that's probably how it is with you guys too like the ones who tell you to save are like your parents and like in college they don't tell you to save i mean they tell you to pay off your student loans but like that's about it yeah Yeah, it's like in college they teach you the things that you need to know how to make money to get the job but in terms of actually saving your money and making smart decisions about it, I don't think that that comes from college, but more about your upbringing. Yeah, unless, like, that's part of your major, and, like, that's just what you study, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But mm. I do feel like schools should give more classes on personal finances and budgeting and things like that, because everyone deals with it, no matter what you're studying. Well, I'm sure they do, but it's just, like, when you have, like, a schedule, like, you want to graduate on time, right. it's just, like, you don't have time to take all these, like, weird GEs. Like, you'd probably rather take bowling than learning about finance. Let's be real here. Or something. <laughs> you know, like, That's when you have true. the choice, like, I'm sure there, there were classes for it, but, you know. But we didn't prioritize it or it wasn't, like, emphasized. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess, like, for, for those Asian Americans that that didn't have that kind of upbringing to save, like, I guess, what are some things that they'd have to do, I guess, to learn that? I'm just curious. Like, if my parents never taught me how to save, is there any other outlets that I can kind of figure out what to do with it? I guess, like, because I think, I think we're very fortunate to have, like, a good environment to be taught where to steward our financial resources, but not everybody has that. So I think, I think that's why there's, so there's a lot of struggle after you get to college you finish your degree you get a job and then when you start making a good amount of money not good i mean you're just making a steady flow of income how do you think those people that want to get like financially like savvy like where do you think they'd go i'm just curious i don't know i mean the internet the internet um maybe asking like older friends older generations like you probably pick up a lot on like maybe older coworkers or like your aunts and uncles like other other aspects of family i think i've actually I never did this before, but now that I'm making a study flow of income, I've started actually going to my parents and going to them for help because this is a new 
place. Before, I think whenever I would talk about money with my parents, it was also, it was always more about you got to make money. Like this is just a path that you're set on. But now that it's happening, I realize that I was fortunate that I didn't have to um, think about money too often growing up because my parents took care of it. But now that it's my responsibility to, I've actually gone to them for advice and counsel. Do you think that in this age, in this day and age, do you think that it is worth, I think to move to the next life stage as like young adults, it's like, I think a lot of Asian Americans will stay in their homes and they'll live with their families to save a lot of money. And I think like that's very smart. Mm -hmm. But do you think that we talked about this earlier? Do you feel like it's, it's worth it to eventually save up for a large down payment for like potentially moving out? Like, I don't know. I'm just curious to see your perspectives. I think that as a times, I think times are changing where I know that our generation in particular feels less inclined to buy a house because it is so expensive and it's like you feels like you're going to have to pay it for the rest of your life. But I think in the way that I've been raised to think about buying a house is that it's better to buy a house than and to save up for that, which is why I'm staying at home than to rent a house because you're also you know every month paying money but it's not getting you anything or not getting you anywhere other than giving you a place to sleep and and live right so it's like a temporary like fix right kind of right if you're renting well whereas if you had a house it could be something that you hold on to and can be passed down to your children as an inheritance rather than like if you rent a house you can't really pass that money or like the money that you saved up for that house, for that rental house, for the future. And something that I read on a Forbes article that I found really intriguing about this topic is that according to this survey that was taken of Asian Americans, a third of Asian Americans surveyed said that they're caregivers. And caregivers meaning that they are paying for someone and supporting someone other than themselves. This is typically for like a spouse, parent, or a child. Furthermore, this article also said that 70% of those caregivers, Asian caregivers, um, pay some of the living expenses of the person they're helping, and that 31% of these Asian American caregivers pay for all of those expenses. So it's interesting that to think um, that Asian Americans feel the need to make and save a lot of money because they're preparing for the future. They're preparing for the things that may go wrong, whether it's health expenses, educational expenses, because they're thinking for someone that not, that's not themselves. So I remember when I, when I reflected on this article, it made me think about my parents and it kind of blew my mind because it made me realize that my parents have set me up really well for the future, whether it's through the house or through investment. Maybe they're worried for me, for my future, for my kids, but that's also why they're teaching me now early, early on that it's important to save. It's important to make money. It's important to buy a house for my future generations. Mm. What do you guys think about this topic? I think my parents are kind of on, along the same boat. So they also saved a lot or they are c continuously saving because I think they always like to prepare for like a rainy day. You don't know what's mm -hmm. going to happen. Never if, know like, what life will be yeah, like. So if I like cannot work anymore. Or if like they can't suddenly can't work anymore, like they'll have like a fund ready in case um, something happens. But I think 
going back to I, I think i'm curious to explore like is it because that our parents are educated and they did get like an education in higher in higher ed and that's how they learned to do it or is it because i don't know maybe maybe their parents taught them but i think i, I would assume that because our parents are like immigrants like their financials like times have changed drastically from then to now so like there's still a lot of new things like new financial products that are like coming out to save and like how do you invest and and be safe with your money and use it and make like a bigger quote-unquote bigger return uh, because yeah i think quite frankly my parents are preparing for me in case i can't prepare for myself and i feel mm -hmm. like sometimes i'm expected to prepare for my non-existent family and my non-existent kids mm -hmm. ahead of time because if something happens they kind of modeled that for me so i feel Maybe not that it's pressure, but I think it's kind of it's like returning the favor. Like, yeah, so your parents did it for you. You're going to do it. For yeah. Your own so it's kind yeah. of like one of those unsaid things. is like, hey, like better save because I save for you and it's a lot of work. So yeah. you should save for your kid. I don't know. What do you think? Nate? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I kind of agree with like the whole save for your family thing. Maybe it comes from like. I don't know. Maybe it goes back to like the whole like coming over from a different country like what our parents did and then like not having that money mm. and like it's like oh we have to save and like maybe like when you come over it's like there's a chance that some things might go wrong and like I feel like they took a big risk coming over here so mm -hmm. in doing that risk they've developed a mindset to prepare for the worst. Mm. And, like right. maybe we don't have that mindset because we were born here we grew yeah. up we had the money and it was just like from our parents and it was just like we just had it maybe we didn't think about saving as like crazily because we think oh we're doing okay right now kind of thing like we don't think about the worst because we haven't done the worst you know like we didn't immigrate to another country we didn't leave all our things behind and like come over yeah yeah money definitely changes your mindset and perspective on life i imagine like if my family grew up in a different um like in i imagine that if my family and I were, was raised in a different financial situation, I'd probably have a much different outlook on money and have a greater urgency to save. And then on the opposite hand, if I did grow up with insanely amounts of money, I might grow up just spending a lot more than I should. Definitely f changes your outlook on life. Yeah, which I think is cool because we're like, we're part of this weird mix of like, like we kind of understand like, not the poverty side, but, like, the side where you need to save money and prepare for the future. But then, on the other hand, I would say, like, we're all pretty fortunate. Like, we can, we do have a lot of money coming from where we're from and what our family has saved for us. And it's, like, you kind of understand you need to save, but you kind of get the whole, like, I don't know. You didn't really have to, like, we didn't have those problems. So, we come from both money, but an understanding that we need to save this money. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, going back to what you said earlier, Nathan we haven't taken a, a big risk like our parents have. Mm. Yeah. So we don't need, we don't have that urgency. Like if I had to move and pack my stuff away and move to a different country, when I, if I hit like when I'm like 25, I'd be like saving as much as I could now. Like I'd be so urgent. Like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I'm in a new country. I don't know what prices are. I don't know how much food is like housing, insurance, whatever, all those expenses. Cause I think, yeah, we haven't taken that risk yet. And we're very fortunate mm -hmm. to, have had parents that, that that have prepared and kind of saved ahead of time for us and when you brought up an interesting point earlier about how our parents um 
have set us up well so that we can set up well for the future do you feel like have like your parents have ever expected you to do the same for them so that when they're old like you have enough so that you can take care of them when they're retired it's funny i don't think i've had this conversation with them yet but i do know that i think i think they want me to make sure i can take care of myself first and like take care of my family Mm -hmm. and then like and then take care of them because i think they ideally want to be able to take i think they ideally want to take care of themselves right like that's kind of what everybody like hopes Mm -hmm. but then sometimes i think things will happen and like whether that be health like situation and like you just can't so i think i think they expect me to do what i can like when it comes down to it so i don't know if there's a direct expectation but i think it's kind of like an underlying it's kind of one of those things you don't talk about but kind of it's kind of expected Mm. but again there's no there's no real like agreement like Mm -hmm. You know, but I mean, it, 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 I think that goes into deeper things like like family might be hard for some people, like taking care of family, like and maybe you don't have that money. Right. Mm-hmm. Then it's like I can't. So. But I think when it went for me, I think specifically, I think my parents um, are very like lucky and fortunate that they've been saving for a long time. So I think I mean, hopefully, like, I, I don't know, like they can. But I mean, obviously, I would love to if I can, too. Yeah. About you, Nate. Yeah, I think it goes back to like the whole unspoken expectation, or maybe it's even like the fact that we're young and our parents haven't really given us this talk yet because they want to see us like get up on our own feet and like like none of us are married. Like we all still all live at home. Edwin lives with me, but <laughs> um, home, yeah, home, his home now. Um, but yeah, it's like maybe it's because we haven't hit that life stage yet, where like we're expected to like we're not like they don't view us as maybe like stable like mm-hmm. income wise mm-hmm. and like maybe that's why they haven't had that talk with they said i don't know but i'm sure it's like expected i don't know yeah i think my parents always joke around it's like with me it's like oh you better make enough money to take us out for dim sum every day and stuff like that when we're old and retired mm-hmm. it's like better not send me off to a retirement home you better buy mm-hmm. me my own house kind of thing i've gotten that yeah like it's kind of a joke but it's like kind of it's like serious like they're just like we just haven't reached i feel like we just haven't reached that point of like wealth yet for us for our parents to give us that serious side of it mm. you know because i mean we've all only been or not we all at this point i am still unemployed <laughs> <laughs> um but like like for you guys it's like you guys have only been working for less than a year it's just like i mean there's no way they're going to give you this talk about yeah <laughs> saving for your parents like retirement when like you just started working you know yeah so just to wrap things up and to sum it up uh i think some of the things we talked about were a lot of educational value comes from kind of our parents' own value of education. So I think a lot of things that they've learned and the risks that they took, um, not necessarily could have been education. I think that taught them how to be financially um, savvy or even stable. But I think a lot of it is going back to that point of risk. And I think what we realize is, I mean, our parents still had to work really hard to save regardless and how they learned. It may not have been through higher ed. Um, but I think our parents um, work hard enough to save for a rainy day for us in case you never know what's going to happen. Um, and I think kind of our expectations and I guess for from us to our parents is their goal, the ultimate goal is to be able to give back, hopefully, um, a little bit of what we can. 
um, and take care of them, whether that be like financially or emotionally, um, mm. and support them uh, through what we've made. And I think the idea of giving back is also beyond parents too. I feel like, well, at least the hope for myself is that if I can have money, like it's not just for myself too. Um, but I could also be, be given to like those who may not have enough as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of like idea and thinking is, it definitely comes from our parents who have maybe done the same or maybe like things we've learned somewhere. It's like make money in order, like kind of like the caregiver thing, but like taken to like a further extent of like giving back to people. Maybe you don't even know, or like giving back mm. to like communities you support that you may have never met and things like that. I, that's something I'd like to do with my money in the future. Yeah. yeah. And even the idea about education again, like just because you don't follow the traditional path of education, I think times are changing now where it's becoming more and more acceptable and more and more common for people to see examples from other people who may not have had taken the traditional college path but still showed through hard work and perseverance that something does come out of that too yeah so thank you all for joining us on this week's episode if you have any stories or like to connect with us or share anything uh that you felt was valuable let us know uh connect with us on instagram at almost all a dot pod and we will see you on another episode Bye. Bye. Bye.